you are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's podcast, of course, is brought to you by Sonos the official sponsor of ESPN College Football. Go to Sonos.com to learn more details. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's a little bit different from what we're normally doing because uh, apparently I have to start doing this video (laughs) stuff too to go along with it. So not only do you get to hear my voice, but you get to see my mug and we're going to see how it goes. And I was like, okay, well, if it's going to be this way, streaming live and everything, might as well have somebody join me here on the podcast that actually knows a little bit about being on TV. And Tara Talmadge of the Pig Trail Nation, couldn't find anybody better. So, Tara, thank you for going through this new experiment, being my guinea pig throughout this whole thing. So I appreciate it. Hey, I'm happy to be here. It looks pretty snazzy so far. And, I mean, everyone wants to see your moneymaker right there. And, and of yeah. course, the picture of Rowdy that you have in the background. Yeah, yeah, I got I got a picture of Rowdy. I got the of course the state of Arkansas flag. Yeah. I have like a little whiteboard that I can write stuff in and and I got the clothing optional beyond this point sign <laughs> from uh, South Beach. But that's neither here nor there. So, but yeah, it's you know, trying to make it as uh, look as good as possible and mm-hmm. it's kind of fun to to be able to do this now and you know, it's kind of a good timing as well because you know, we've been at least on my radio show and on the podcast been kind of talking about all the like recapping of Arkansas Razorbacks football season. Yeah. And kind of getting into the the regular side of things when it comes to basketball as well. But for football, it's like it's so fun because this is like the first time that I've been able to, in a long time at least, have a regular season that people are really excited about. Because if you think about it, like 2015 was the last time I think people felt good about the ending of the season because they went five and three in the SEC mm-hmm. and then they ended up beating Kansas State in the bowl game, I think, at Liberty Bowl. But people were happy, but they're kind of like, well, still went seven and five. Like, you lost to Toledo, you lost to Texas Tech, maybe that. And then 2016 happens, and then, you know, the epic collapse, Virginia Tech and all that stuff. 2017 happens, Brett Bielman gets fired walking off the field. 2018, 2019, we know how that went. 2020, it was fine, but it was COVID. You got to go to a bowl game, but you didn't because TCU couldn't play. So it's like, this is like the first time that I feel like you've been able to hit the month of December as a, whether it's a Razorback fan or covering Razorbacks, where everyone's happy, everyone's excited, everyone's satisfied. Yeah. Everybody cannot wait to go to the bowl game wherever it ends up. It, it's a nice change of pace, right? I mean, <laughs> you think about it, and I, I've only been here, this is, I think, my fifth season covering this football team, and I was I was like, we'll never forget when Brett Bielema got let go, and I was standing there, and Kevin Trainer walks by, and I, you know that room that we were all in was so small, mm-hmm. and Kevin Trainer walks by, and he's got the paper in it, and all I see is the headline, and I'm like, Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> that was just such an interesting day for sure. Um, and I'm so happy that things are on the up and up with this team. Cause honestly, I mean, let's be real. No one wants to hear us talk about a team that's not, not doing too hot. So um, it's, it's great now, now that we've got Sam Pittman in there and he's, I, who would have thought by the way, that he would turn this team around in just two years time. Absolutely r- ridiculous what he's been able to do. I know. And it's like, I, you know, when, it, when a new coach gets hired, it's like you start to try to convince yourself that you believe like, eh, yeah. this guy. it's like, even with Chad Morris, like, it wasn't, it. you know, the sexiest hire, but people were like, oh, well, you know, 
Clemson, Taj Boyd, right. uh, Texas High School. Like, uh, it's like just stuff like that. It's like, yeah, I mean, you're trying to convince yourself, but not always does it work out. But with Sam Pittman, when he got hired, I think everybody was like, okay, we like Sam. He wanted this job. But yeah. not being a head coach before or even a coordinator, how's that going to work? But then I think, at least with me, I started to kind of really have reason to believe because I wanted him, but it was like, I want, I really had reason to believe when he got that coaching staff, when he hired Barry Oden, mm -hmm. when he hired our uh, Kendall Bryles. Cause I was like, that to me shows that he is a guy that has coaches, like bona fide coaches, legitimate coaches that want to come and work with him. And so I was like, well, if he can hire great staff, that's usually a good uh, good indicator that he's going to be a good coach. And, yeah, in two years, uh, I, I think I thought about this the other day, which I know it's always woulda, coulda, shoulda. But if you think about it, Arkansas is 10 points away from winning the SEC West. Why? I mean, if, if, if you think about that, like they are a two-point conversion away from beating Ole Miss and then they're a touchdown away from beating Bama. If they win those two games, I know it's always woulda, coulda, shoulda, but yeah. they're that close to winning the SEC West this year. That's insane insane and you know I, I think a big when you're talking about like the coaching staff and stuff what you we all have sources or we hear whispers about what's going on with the team and the players and stuff and I think a big part that I've learned covering college football is listen to what they're saying about their staff they know better than anyone and they weren't happy when the previous staff was here for the most part and so now you're hearing them talk about like, they just can't get enough of this staff. They love Sam Pittman. They love what they're doing. They believe in themselves. They believe in this team. And I think that makes a huge difference to them getting to where they are right now, almost 10 points away from winning the SEC West. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I'm all, I'm not about moral victories, but I'm definitely going but, to, that. I'm going to hang my hat on that one. I'm yeah. Gonna, yeah. 10 <laughs> points away. Nobody else can say that. Like, because even like Ole Miss, who finished second, like they got blown out by Bama. So it was like, yeah, you know, you could you could use that. And I because like obviously we still got a bowl game and we don't know who they're going to play or what bowl game they're going to be in or anything. But it's certainly like when you look back at the regular season, that's really what counts. And I started going through like all the moments or all the times where I felt like it was like my favorite moments and times. And I started trying to figure out which one. And that's another thing when I thought about like how great this season was because there yeah. were so many so moments. Many. Like, of course, I I think I think I'm leaning towards Texas and just yeah. the the blowout city of that. But beating A and M for the first time finally, yeah, felt really good. I think that uh, the way that you were able to, you know, the whether it's a Mississippi State game and the ending to that one, or just beating mm -hmm. LSU, maybe sweeping the trophies, whatever it is. But there's just a lot of moments to choose from when it comes to figuring out like which was the yeah. best moment from this season. I mean, I, it's hard for me to forget the LSU game and and the interception that Montana Brown made. Like that was just one of the most wild moments, and I can't imagine what it would have been like if there was a sea full of Razorback fans in the stadium. Um, that one was probably one of my top moments. But I mean, again, that that Texas game is hard to beat just because of the atmosphere that was there. Like if you were inside Razorback Stadium, you understand what I'm talking about. Um, the Ole Miss game was still a lot of fun. I know they lost, but I love Sam Pittman for going for it. I, I love that he was just fully committed to it. He knew the moment that he had to make that decision. He was like, two, we're going for two. <laughs> And I, I like that in a coach. So, um, again, there were so many moments to look back on this season, and they're positive moments to look back on. So it's, again, a nice change for this team. So now we have a bowl game, 
And yeah. we got to figure out like, obviously on Sunday where we're going to be heading, I assume you're going to be heading there too. Uh, yes. So again, just realistic dream matchup or bowl game. Like if you, if they said, if the, if the bowl committee said Tara Talmadge, we are going to allow you to pick a reasonable, got to make it reasonable bowl game. And mm -hmm. you get to pick the opponent that Arkansas plays in said bowl game. What do you think would be an awesome like matchup bowl destination, whatever it may be? Oh, that's so hard. I don't know about the opponent. I mean, I think from personally, okay, we're actually, I got to take back. We're being realistic here. Okay. Realistic. <laughs> Realistically, I hope they end up in Orlando. I, I said it the other day on your radio show too. Like, I just think it'd be a lot of fun. Um, there's a lot of stuff to do there, like Disney and Universal and stuff like that. So um, it'd be fun. But also I think it's just a, a it's a good bowl game. Um, and I think this team deserves to be in a, in a, in a top tier bowl game. They don't need to go to like NRG in Houston. No trash talk on Houston though. Love it. It's my hometown <laughs> and I wouldn't be mad about it, but they deserve better than that. I don't know about an opponent. What do you, what do you think? I mean, I, I was trying to see, cause like in the most of the bowl games that they're going to end up being matched up, it'll more than likely be a big 10 team yeah. or an ACC team. Like I think the Gator bowl, you would go up against an ACC team, but in the Citrus, the Music City, and the Outback, those are all going to be like Big Ten matchups. Which I feel like one of those four bowl games is probably more likely where Arkansas is going to go. And so, like, I just kind of been looking at everybody's bowl projections just to kind of yeah. get an idea. And like one of them, like in the Gator Bowl, for instance, like I saw one that had Arkansas playing Clemson. And I was, I was like, just about to say that. Yeah, um, like, Otis Kirk wrote a really good article about it, and it was. Um, talking about how Clemson could be a very real possibility for Arkansas. And I have no issue with that. I think that would be so fun to see. I don't know how they'd fare, but I think it'd be a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because I, I I think the same thing, but then I'm like always, and maybe it's just the the fearfulness that I have. Right. But it's like, I'm like, but Clemson's playing a lot better now. They still got a lot of talent on yeah. that team. Um, but it would be cool because it's like if you beat Clemson, like that would be an extremely satisfying victory to get to nine and four. And um, I mean, it's not like Arkansas has played easy games anyways. So I mean, I, I don't see why they wouldn't rise to the occasion and 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 take on that challenge head on. I think that they would perform well. It's just I don't know, like when you when you pull teams like that from completely different conferences and stuff, I just it's hard to tell exactly how they're gonna match up. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you on that. I just like I saw Wake Forest was another one, which I'm like, okay, I feel like you could probably win that one. I mean, yeah. I don't think. Uh, but like the Big Ten matchups, I've seen like as good a teams as like facing Michigan State in the Citrus yeah. Bowl. I've also seen like Penn State. I've seen <laughs> Iowa, and I think that if it was me, I'd want I want to face a Big Ten team strictly yeah. because Arkansas and the big uh, facing Big Ten teams at least in bowl games recently have not been successful at all. Like you think about when they played uh, Ohio state in the sugar bowl, they lost that one. They played mm -hmm. Wisconsin in the capital one bowl at the time. They lost that one. They played Minnesota. They lost that one. They played Michigan against Tom Brady and lost yeah. that one. Like, so I feel like it'd be nice to finally get a victory over a big 10 team in yeah. a bowl game because of that fact. But at the same time, it's like, I don't think I want to play, 
I don't know, like Michigan State, I feel like it would be a really tough I'm out. But say that. I don't know. But bowl, bowl, bowl games are unpredictable because you never know. Like there could be players opting out. Yeah. There could be players that say, no, I'm not going to go to the bowl game. I'm going to go and get ready for uh, my NFL career or whatnot. So it's very unpredictable. But I think uh, facing – I think I want to face a team in the Outback Bowl and – from the Big Ten because it's a lot warmer in Tampa than it is in Orlando. Okay. And I know there are beaches there. Yeah. Seeing everyone's Instagram stories about everyone being on beaches, it's kind of making me jealous right now. So I'd like to go down for that one. I understand that. I understand that. And, and you know, when we're talking about the players opting out, I'm really, really curious to see if Traylon Burks plays yeah. in the bowl game because, I mean, we all know he's proven himself already. He doesn't need to. I don't think that's the type of player that he is, though, to opt out. Um, just from that last press conference that we had with them, and he said something along the lines of, like, you know, it wasn't specifically asked about if he was going to opt out, but he had mentioned that this is my team, like, these are my guys, I love playing with them, and I want to continue to do that. Things change, though, so we'll we'll see. <laughs> that is true. That is true. want to remind everybody, Locked on Razor Rex brought to you by Bet Online has you covered all season long with more props, odds, lines than ever before as football season continues to march to the playoffs. Bet Online is your number one spot for all sports action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you got to do is use promo code Locked On to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available through the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Okay, so now we're going to shift our focus with the Razorback football team and kind of feeling like, like obviously we got to do the bowl game. But yep. you mentioned Traylon Burks, and you know, like, mm -hmm. like I don't think there's any chance a kid's coming back next year. And if he no. does, <laughs> like that's a bad decision on his part. Like I will be. He's gone. Well, yeah, he's gone. He's, like, he's there's gone. no question. That. Yeah, he the dude is gone. So knowing that, yeah, he's the only one I see that is for sure gone. Now we don't know about yeah. transfers or anything, but it's like, what do you I feel like the roster next year is going to be very similar to what we saw this year? Because I do believe that uh, you know, you're gonna have a good bit of your offensive line back. Yeah. You're gonna have KJ back. You're gonna have your running back core back, essentially, except for Traylon Smith, which I assume he's leaving, but who knows? He could come back. Uh, we know the defensive line might be gutted, like your starting yeah, that's all time. That's Linebackers, amazing. yeah, it may be gutted too. So just as far as like any people that you see possibly coming back or possibly leaving, like how do you feel like this roster will look heading into the next season? I think most of their positions are are fairly good, depending on who leaves and who doesn't. But I, like you mentioned, that defensive line, I mean – I don't see really any of those guys. Like Ridgeway, uh, he's not coming back. You know, Trey Williams not coming back. Um, linebackers, I'm I'm hopeful that Bumper Pool comes back. Um, I could I could totally see that happening, which would be a really big deal because obviously this is officially Grant Morgan's last year. Mate, um, I don't know if Hayden Henry can, I can't remember if he can or not. Um, that whole COVID senior thing has thrown me off a little bit, <laughs> but um, I think that for the most part, they're pretty good with, with certain areas. Uh, I'm interested to see who hits the transfer portal. Like we didn't see AJ green nearly as much as I had thought we might. And that's a deep, 
position right now for Arkansas. I don't know if he decides that, hey, maybe I want to go somewhere else where I can actually play a little bit more. Or maybe if Traylon Smith leaves, then he'll be able to. But you still got Dominic Johnson and you still got Rocket Sanders. So I don't really know what his future will look like. So there's there's a couple of question marks, but I, I'm not concerned looking at that team really in, in the future because they've also – recruited some really good players and I'm sure that they'll bring in a couple transfers as well. Yeah. I'm thinking that like, I think a bumper pool could come back. I think that that's yeah. the one I'm probably most confident in. I guess Jalen Catalan though is the yeah. one that it's like, uh, he was injured all this year and we know that he was like a preseason all American, mm -hmm. but you know, would he want to come back for another year because of how he's been hurt? Like how NFL draft scouts feel about him yeah. doing what I he's doing. He back. Yeah. See, I do too, but it's like, man, like if he does, that's huge. Like obviously you want yeah. to have as much of this team back as possible. And we know that they'll hit the transfer portal and everything, but, yeah. uh, but that's kind of the thing I feel like Sam Pittman has built and has done a really good job at is that mm -hmm. he's, you got a lot of players to come back for another year last year. And I think this year he's going to have maybe not as many, but still a good amount. Yeah. And it's going to continue to show that, Hey, this guy knows what he's doing when it comes to building a program that players want to be a part of and respect mm -hmm. and all that, because you know, with the way that transfer portal has so many players in it, with the way the players are opting out and all those things, it's like they're putting together a really good uh, system to where people want to be a part of this and players want to yeah. continue to be a part of this too. So I'm kind of hoping that that magic can continue on because, again, like the team was really good this year. If they can continue that continuity and continue to have those leaderships and, and all that from players – I think that, you know, yeah. I'm saying next year will be just as good, but it'll still be a really good year. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you get KJ back. So so that's a big thing. You got to have someone behind him, though, is my big issue, because we saw at the UAPB game with Arkansas, they didn't score a single point in the second half. That's a concern. How is it that your, your number twos and threes can't make it into even field goal range? So um, you, you got to have someone back there. I know that Malik Hornsby is, is the number two guy, but I mean, I, I, I feel bad saying it, but like he hasn't shown anything exciting yet. So I don't know if you bring in another transfer, if you get Lucas Coley, do you move Landon Rogers back? I don't know. <laughs> they got to have someone though. Yeah. I mean, and do, do you really go into a transfer portal? Like for a for, backup? I don't yeah, know. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know how many quarterbacks are in the transfer portal right? to be a backup. So I just uh, yeah, they gotta yeah. do something though. Because yeah. like what if he got hurt? Who's your guy can he that can run the team? Yeah. I just don't see it right now. Yeah, because who is the who's the kid that was the transfer from Ole Miss, I think? Cade Renfro. Yeah, Cade Renfro. Like, and honestly, I saw him in practice a couple of times. I liked him. I mean, I thought he was he was pretty accurate and stuff. I mean, that doesn't say a whole lot, depending on if no one's running at you. True. But <laughs> um, you know, we never had a chance to really see him, so it's hard to mm. tell. Yeah, yeah, that would be a concern. I think that um, I, I started. I did a podcast. I did the podcast on this. I think it was yesterday or two days ago. I don't know. It's running together, but. I was just thinking, like, we could talk about players all day long, but honestly, like, people don't realize how good Kendall Bryles is. Like, oh, I, know. I know that I know that people He's love so Barry good. Odom, and Barry Odom's great too. But like, Kendall Bryles is a really good offensive coordinator, and like, not saying that he was above criticism because I think there were times where it's kind of like, 
you know, oh, I didn't like that call or whatnot. (laughs) But yeah, it's like, but overall, the dude was pretty incredible. And Arkansas had an offense that was about as balanced as you could ask. I think I looked it up. They had 26, 38 yards for uh, through the air and 26, 08 on the ground. Like that's about Mm -hmm. as balanced as you can get. So I feel like they got to make sure that they keep him however they need as well as most of their coaches if they can help it. Yeah, and I know, again, he gets a lot of flack online for running the ball, <laughs> but you also got to look at who his, his head coach is. Sam Pittman loves to run the ball. So, like, you, you got to balance it out just a little bit here and there. I'm a big fan of Kendall Bryles and what he's been able to do at Arkansas. I think that he's not going to stay here forever. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. a matter of when that job comes along. I assume that, like most, he probably wants a head coaching job. And – um I just don't know when that's going to come along, but I hope it's not anytime soon. <laughs> Same with Barry Odom. I know that people are trying to poach him away as well, but um, Pittman and him seem to have a really good relationship. Like, I don't know if you saw when he went off on, on that guy on Twitter who was criticizing Barry Odom or whatever. And he said, man, Barry stayed here. He was offered other jobs for a whole lot more money and he chose to stay at Arkansas. So that says a lot about him. Yeah, there's a lot of loyalty, and that's what you uh, you like to see in this program and coaches yeah. and all that. So uh, hopefully, hopefully they can find a way to keep them there, and that's that's going to be the key. But you know, as you said, you never can keep coaches away, especially if they want to take that next step, right? Uh, to being a head coach as well. Real quick, though, I want to tell everybody about Built Bar and how this holiday season you need to grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and even better than a candy bar. Built Bar is filled with so much holiday goodness, with rich and decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, amazing low calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat but it's high in protein. You get the best of both worlds where it actually tastes good and it's actually healthy. They give you that extra fuel as well. And the thing is, is that for this holiday season, we're going to be eating a lot as it is. So might as well get you something that's a little healthy, a little easier and something that tastes really amazing as well. And if you go to built.com right now and use promo code lock 15, you get 15% off your next order. Be able to get order as many as you want. That 15% carries over to your entire purchase. So be sure to check it out again over at built.com using promo code lock 15 for 15% off your next order. Good stocking stuff, stuffer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like it's a, it's uh something that you can throw into. Like I saw somebody having, which is like I see people's ideas on Instagram, and I'm like, that yeah, could be pretty cool. Like I saw somebody have like, uh, it was like a Yeti cooler, but it had like stuff that like was obviously like would be cool to take yeah. out on like trips and stuff like that. And I was like, it sounds great, but like I have to be like at least married to that person. That is an expensive gift. Yeah. It's really awesome. But yeah, it would be, <laughs> it would be great for that too. So, uh, but uh, you know, so real quick, I know we've been talking a lot of Razorback football and everything. I, yeah. I want everyone to know though, that uh, before we started recording this podcast, that uh, Tara has a shirt that apparently is Tom Brady. Yeah. I'm kind of <laughs> <laughs> is, is that, is that like, I, 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 listen, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm the biggest Tom Brady fan, but it's like that shirt is pretty <laughs> awesome. And so, and I got like the, I got the Santa hat, but I got the little, like, I like yours too. Don't get too chilly with Kevin Malone from the office. So that was not planned though, that we were going to have graphic tees uh, yeah. here, here on this, on this podcast. Great minds, here. right? Yeah, exactly. Great minds. And from the same company, mind you. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, I can't believe me and Tara Talmadge shop at the same store. Same stores. Yes. So, <laughs> Uh, but 
like I, I don't know because like I get to the Christmas spirit because I got the Santa hat and everything like that too. And I feel bad because like where I go to work, nobody else dresses in like Christmas attire. And well, that's like, sad. I know. And <laughs> they like, should. I know. And I'm like, I feel like the odd man out where I'm like, am I the only one that's being festive? Because I feel like he should be festive during Christmas. Like I bought a Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. um, it's 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 not the best Christmas tree. But it is a tree. <laughs> and I put it in the window and I'm like, OK, if I can just get some garland and maybe maybe an ornament or two, well, I feel bad. like I'll be in a good shape when it comes to celebrating Christmas. I I have one of the like this big christmas trees that already has the lights and stuff on it and you just plug it in that's my decorations i'm really so bad with decorating and stuff it's not my forte oh so i can't imagine what your like place of residence looks like then if you're not great at decorating is it it's like just really bare walls no i mean it's just like a bunch of random stuff though it's like stuff I've accumulated over the years. And I was like, oh, I like that. I didn't really think about how it all went together, though. So it's just like all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can't throw stones here because I, I got, let me see this stuff behind yeah. me. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm not a very good at the whole, whole home decor thing anyways. But I have a rug. I have um, I got a frame picture in my room. Okay. And uh, yeah, so I got curtains. That's another another thing. So yeah, I'm 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 making it work too. Yeah. Like, so, uh, but right here. Yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> as long as I can sleep in it and it's not making me feel uncomfortable, then I think I'm ready to go. So, um, but uh, did you see the the thing last night with Brian Kelly and his tech and his accent? Yes. Oh my god. I'm sorry. That's awful. It's hilarious though. Like. I don't know whether to say, you know, good effort or or just laugh at it, honestly, because it wasn't so bad, I think. I mean, it's not like he came out there saying, y'all have no idea. I'm just so happy to be here. Like, it wasn't like that bad. So it's just, you know, when you slip a couple words in with that accent, it just throws things off a little bit. It, it was weird. Well, it, it, like if, you know, referencing the offense, it, it reminds me of like if Michael Scott was told that he was going to go to like, uh, you know, to Boston. Yeah. For me. And he like goes in and he's just like, yeah, clam chow over here. Like, <laughs> it's like, all right. You know, it would be just cringy. And I feel like that was kind of yeah. the same thing where it was like, hey, hey, coach. OK, so you're in the South now and people in the South, they really care about family. It's yeah, like go out there. Just make sure that you say with that accent, say family, and then you'll what fit right in. That? Oh. Like who told? It's just so unnecessary. Because to me, if I'm an LSU fan, that to me means you're not you're already not being authentic, and that throws me off. Yeah. You don't need to put on a show. Just be yourself. Win games, yeah. and if win not. Games. We'll figure something else out, <laughs> but, but like you know, you had Ed Orgeron in there with the craziest accent anyone's ever heard. You can just be yourself; it'll be fine. <laughs> well, and I, I'm wondering if like if because I know that this was something that people kept bringing up like on social media, and it was dumb. But it was like you know, oh, how is he going to fit in culturally with LSU? And it just makes me feel like did somebody like go up to him and be like, hey, people are concerned about yeah. if fit in here at LSU. So can you like you know just I don't know mention mention gumbo and yeah. like. You know, have this accent and, you know, maybe, you know, maybe talk about how, uh, you know, you, you, your favorite movie is Steel yeah. Magnolias, like something like that, where it's just <laughs> like just reference random to. Southern things. That way you can fit in. Right. 
Well, it's just that whole thing, like how are you going to fit into the culture makes no sense to me personally, just because like if you've never been somewhere, of course, it's going to be new to you. Like, yeah. And then you adjust like you 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 fit into it. I don't think like you have to drastically change it. I think one of the big things is when coaches come in from, you know, elsewhere and they have no sense of the traditions and stuff, fans are concerned that they're going to change things. And I don't think that that's always completely true. Like a lot of coaches come in and embrace it. Like Eric Musselman came in and fully embraced it. He had no ties to the University of Arkansas. So, I mean, it just kind of depends. The accent, just be yourself. Like we don't, we don't need that. Yeah, I was trying to think of like because like when Nick Sa- like Nick Saban's not a Southern guy. No, you no, know, like he, he didn't come in and was like trying to be Southern or like when Urban Meyer went to Florida or anything like that. But there are some like you know. You mentioned Ed Orgeron at LSU, like yeah. the dude was at, like Louisiana okay. and like Sam Pittman at Arkansas. You can tell he's got a little bit of an accent, yeah. but it's like, yeah, you just want to make it more natural. But that's where I like, again, I'm not saying that Brian Kelly is going to be a failure or anything at LSU because I don't, I think he's going to be good, but it's like, that's the type of thing where I'm like, man, if you're concerned about that, Already? Like, that's something you feel like you need to do. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like, and I also, like, who, who did he think that no one was going to catch on? Did he think That's, that no yeah. one was going to notice? Like, that just came out of nowhere. I mean, if you talk about, like, you've got other things to worry about, Southern saying, you got bigger fish to fry. So worry about something else. <laughs> you don't need to make an accent up. It's so cringy. That's yeah. a good way to put it. Yeah. Oh, now I'm just like I. I started thinking about just like some bad Southern accents and movies and stuff. I'm like, that one's gonna be have to be thrown in there too. And oh, for sure. Yeah. And that video is gonna be floating around forever. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh be, yeah. We'll see. It's, it's like. And, yeah, and it's almost funny because I know that like there's times where I've even been like if I've gone outside the state and I tell people if I'm from Arkansas, they're like, well, you don't have an accent. It's yeah. Like, well, not everyone in Arkansas yeah. like speaks no. with the Southern accent. And it's kind of like the same thing with like, I'm sure in Texas where people yeah. are like, oh, you don't have a Texas accent. It's like, I don't think everybody just walks around with the, you know. A twang, like no one, yeah. you know, I didn't hop on my horse and ride to school. So I just like <laughs> lived in a huge Metroplex. It's not, it's not exactly the country country. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, even if he was from the South, it doesn't mean that you have a deep Southern accent all of a sudden. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see if anyone asks him about it or if he responds to it because oh, it's like that would be epic. It's like, what? Well, yeah, what is he going to say? Like, because yeah. and that's and see, that's going to be the biggest thing is how he responds to it because if he comes out and says, oh, you know, I didn't have, I didn't have an accent or anything, it just came out wrong everyone's gonna be like no but then if he comes out and says well i just wanted to fit in and yeah and make myself feel like i'm one of them then i'm like that makes it even worse I mean, yeah it's like i don't really know which one is better what's the yeah. best option just blow it off or i i guess the best option is just hope no one asks you about it i guess yeah i mean but some uh, somebody better ask him about it like, yeah like it ha- i don't know when his next press conference will be and who knows maybe he won't have one for a while but yeah Whenever it is, uh, he needs to be asked about it. I guess, like, maybe signing day. Because in signing day, like, December 15th, something like that? Maybe. I, I think, can't remember. Like, I think it's, like, uh, at least it used to be in the deal where it was, like, the f- second Wednesday or first Wednesday in December. I don't know. But I know it's coming up. So yeah. um, maybe somebody will ask him. Maybe ask him then. So just absurd. Just absolutely <laughs> absurd. So, well, Tara, uh, appreciate you being a part of this, like, uh, you know, whole video thing. And glad you could, you know, wake up and 
pen, pencil me into your otherwise demanding schedule. I don't know your hours. I don't know what shifts you do. Or I anything. don't know my hours. That's the funny thing. <laughs> so like my days off switch, my hours switch. It just, it's a, it's all over the place depending on games and, and all that stuff. So yeah, I, I'm glad I was able to do this. Yes, <laughs> Thank you for yes. asking me. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> anytime, anytime. So it'll be a lot of fun though. So uh, hopefully I'll see you wherever we go to in a bowl game. I'm assuming you'll yeah. be there, right? No matter what. Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. I'm going to be there too. I'm just hoping it's warm wherever it ends up being and will be a lot of fun. So. <laughs> well, Tara Talmadge with the Patreon Nation. Tara, enjoyed it, and uh, we'll be catching up with you, all right? Sounds good. Thank you.